Hey, this is Stu at Bitcoin Fi, the cross section between financial independence and crypto. And back on January 8th, I was watching the season opener of Supercross, and I saw an interesting banner. There was some advertising in the stadium for a company called SmartFi. And for those unfamiliar, Supercross is a dirt bike racing sport on man-made tracks that is held in football and baseball stadiums across America from January to May. And it's based on outdoor motocross, which is the origins of the sport. And that happens on natural terrain out in the hills around the country. It's a sport that I participated in during my teenage years and have mostly since given up. I gave it up for financial reasons because it is expensive. It is also pretty dangerous, but I'd love to get back into it. Um, less jumping, but more trail riding type stuff on a dirt bike. But anyway, I noticed this banner on the first round broadcast, and I had intended to look it up because anything that has Phi on it, you know, s sticks out to me. Obviously, the name of my podcast, Bitcoin Phi, and, you know, there's the Choose a Phi podcast, there's Kevin O'Leary's company is called WonderFi, and so Phi, to me, means financial independence, um, or it can also just be short for finance. There's also a bank called SoFi that I use, and they also offer crypto, although I don't really recommend them for crypto because you don't have your wallets like you do on a normal exchange, but the blending of the words social and finance is how they get the name SoFi. But anyway, I wanted to look it up, and unfortunately I forgot to, uh, because we got COVID that week, and the next weekend at the Oakland Supercross, I think this was January 15th, the banners were there again, but this time they talked about the company on the broadcast and it was featured more prominently. It seems like maybe they hadn't finalized some of the sponsorship terms to talk about it on the season opener broadcast, but they were running some more ads on round two, and it had more of a part in the actual program where you could see that it was on like the leaderboard, the SmartFi logo, and then they also had the SmartFi money moment of the race, which is essentially like the pivotal point or like the turning point of the race, one of the biggest parts of the race. They will brand that as the SmartFi money moment of the race. So around the same time that round two of Supercross was taking place, there was also an official announcement that was posted on RacerX Online, the motocross news site, and yeah, they announced that SmartFi is the official cryptocurrency platform of Monster Energy AMA Supercross, and AMA is the American Motorcyclist Association. So I wanted to break down this announcement and share more about this company because this press release has some very interesting points in it. Now, a little bit more about the company. They launched in July of 2021, so I guess they're about seven months old at this point. And they're based in Orem, Utah. I used to live in Utah. I'm from out west. And I thought it was really cool to see another company from the area known as Silicon Slopes. I think everyone's heard of Silicon Valley out in California. But what they call Utah, at least this little part of it where I used to live, is Silicon Slopes. Because Utah's economy has been on fire. Lots of very innovative stuff going on down there. And there's a ton of universities that are feeding those great companies. So, for example, where I used to live... Some of the companies that were just a few miles away was Oracle, one of the largest software companies out there, Adobe, Snapchat came to Utah, Facebook came to Utah, and opened up offices 
just some bigger companies, but there's also a lot of really good startup culture going on in Utah right now. I mean, Utah's economy has been, I believe, the best economy in America for the last couple of years. Just so many jobs, very low unemployment. So anyway, pretty interesting that it's happening in that spot where I used to live. And going into the press release, I'm just going to read part of it. It says, through this first-of-its-kind partnership with Supercross, SmartFi will be educating fans on crypto and providing them, quote, smart strategies. Also, exclusive offers and experiences. The SmartFi brand will be prominently featured within Supercross television broadcasts, social channels, and live event streaming. SmartFi and Supercross will also be running a $30,000 cryptocurrency U.S. National Sweepstakes to provide a special Supercross experience for a few lucky fans. So that alone was enough to entice me to sign up and make an account, just the chance to win $30,000. And there's also a chance to win tickets to see the Supercross finale that take place in Salt Lake City, Utah, in the beginning of May at Rice Eccles Stadium. So obviously, as a fan of the sport, I'd love to see that, but even the chance to win $30,000. To me, this is one of those things that I would love to just throw my hat in the ring because that's kind of the same reason I bought that Dogecoin, just the chance to win $300,000 worth of Dogecoin. Yeah, I would buy $100 of Doge. This one's even easier for a chance to win $30,000. All I have to do is make an account. Oh, and they're going to give you $5 for signing up too. Yeah, to me, it's just kind of a no-brainer just to make that account. So I've done that, and I'll get into the platform and what they have to offer here in a little bit, but it keeps going on to talk about what they call over-indexes between Supercross fans and cryptocurrency participants. So I guess an over-index is kind of like a Venn diagram. You have Supercross fans in one circle, and you have cryptocurrency fans in another circle, and the overlap of that Venn diagram is the over-index. And here's what it says. According to surveys conducted by an external market research and data analytics firm, YouGov, 61% of Supercross fans and attendees identify as consumers who are likely to use crypto. Okay, that's a pretty significant amount. Supercross fans are also 80% more likely than the U.S. national average to agree that cryptocurrencies are the future of online financial transactions. Many Supercross fans are entrepreneurs and owners of small business. And that's true. I've seen that for sure. A lot of very entrepreneurial people in the space. Okay, so the press release goes on to talk about the CEO, and it says that the SmartFi CEO, Aaron Tilton, is an active motocross competitor, has competed at the Monster Energy AMA Amateur National Motocross Championships in 2019, and regularly competes in uh, his local amateur series in his home state of Utah. And apparently he was a former state legislator of Utah. Now, Tilton took up the sport in 2010 at the age of 38, when his then six-year-old son Gabe rode a neighbor's motorcycle and decided to give it a go himself. And this is a quote from the CEO. He says, Supercross and SmartFi are a natural fit. The independent-minded fans who watch Supercross, some of whom own their businesses, are exactly the sort of people who want to make their own decisions about their money. We created SmartFi to make cryptocurrency financial tools accessible to the average person, and we think it will be attractive to Supercross fans. Supercross is a big family, and we have that same ethos at SmartFi. So, um, a few more thoughts. Anyone that rides and races dirt bikes has a different risk tolerance than the average person out there. And that's not always necessarily in a good way, but it's just the way it is. 
it takes a special type of person to, you know, want to jump a dirt bike through the air. It's very fun. I used to love it as a kid, and I still would love to. I just need to do it a little bit more safe. You know, you don't heal as fast once you uh, get a little bit older. But anyway, I guess I can see with the volatility of crypto and the risks involved with crypto, which I need to talk more about on this podcast, but, you know, dirt bikers, dirt bike fans are going to have a different level of risk tolerance than the average person, is my main point. So SmartFi offers both DeFi and CeFi functionality with easy-to-use financial tools to earn, trade, and lend crypto. The platform includes four main products, Smart Interest, which is a crypto savings platform, Smart Loan, a crypto lending platform, Smart Trade, a centralized exchange aggregator, and Smart Exchange, a centralized exchange, and Smart Dex, which is a decentralized exchange. So it's kind of the same. The savings account is similar to BlockFi, Celsius, Voyager, and Gemini. It's just an interest-bearing account. Then they also have the loan product, similar to BlockFi and Celsius. And then they have both a centralized and a decentralized exchange. And I need to explain this a little bit more at some point because uh, this is what is meant by CeFi and DeFi. So CeFi is C-E-F-I, Centralized Finance Exchange, and DeFi is Decentralized Finance Exchange. And to put it simply, Coinbase is a centralized exchange. You would say Coinbase is a CeFi exchange. Uniswap is a cryptocurrency, but it is also a platform that is a decentralized exchange. So Uniswap is part of DeFi, that's decentralized finance. And instead of it being like no one really owns the exchange, there's no CEO of Uniswap exchange. It's an exchange that is ran by a protocol. It's an exchange that is ran by code. It's a decentralized exchange with really no central intermediary. So that's kind of the idea behind DeFi. Like one of the big arguments for crypto and for Bitcoin is that it's this decentralized network, this permissionless peer-to-peer payment network, right? But how do we use that network? Well, for the most part, we deal with centralized exchanges like Coinbase, Celsius, Voyager, BlockFi, or whatever other exchange, they're centralized. So it's just kind of funny that we want to use these decentralized permissionless monetary networks like Bitcoin But to do it, we have to go through a centralized exchange. And that's the problem that DeFi is kind of solving. We're taking decentralization even further and going off a centralized exchange into a decentralized exchange. So kind of interesting that they've got both. There's there's pros and cons, and I need to explain that a little bit more in one of these episodes, like a dedicated episode. So to finish out, SmartFi was founded by a team of former energy and finance experts who were working to aid crypto miners with their energy needs. They saw an opportunity for an accessible decentralized finance platform to enable investors to weather bear market volatility, act as a store of value, and access loans. And in December 2021, SmartFi completed a token sale which raised over $10 million and saw their token value increase by 348% year-to-date. So they've got their own utility token, which I've had an episode about a few weeks ago. And I need to read up more on their tokenomics and its benefits. But I believe it's mostly um, discounted trading fees. And as I mentioned, when you sign up, they give you $5 in their token. I think it's SMTF. So I did sign up and make an account. And I'll share a little bit about my experience with the account. By the way, 
I didn't see that they have an app. I only see them as uh, online. So I would imagine that an app would be coming either something in-house or maybe they will whitelist an app. I'm not really sure how they're going to expand to that. That might be a con for some people if, if you have to go through your browser instead of an app on your phone. So that's just one thing to know. But their website overall it looks very slick, clean, pretty well designed. You know, I've got no real issues with anything that I see on there. So a few of the security features that you're going to want to take advantage of when you make an account is to set up the two-factor authentication and also IP whitelisting. That way your account is only accessible through your home IP address, okay? And that kind of just helps if anyone was going to hack your account but not from your house, if they were trying to access the account from somewhere else. If you can add your own IP address, then this is a great security feature. You can add up to four of them, and if you're logging in from somewhere else, then you're not going to be able to get in. Uh, so it's just an additional security feature there. I find that kind of cool. I haven't seen that really on other platforms. Now, one thing I will notice, you want to be a little bit patient with this website. There's an interesting thing that I often see at the top where it will say like connection lost, reconnecting, and it'll kind of have like this Wi-Fi symbol that shows it's connecting. That seems like that thing pops up almost any time when you switch between tabs, not always, but often. So I would look for them to improve on the speed of the website and the stability of the website. Obviously, it shows when you log in that they are in beta mode still. So they're up and running, they're functional and everything. I don't really have any concerns there. It's just that their website has a little bit of a lag in certain spots and you just want to be patient with it. But for the most part, I see the Smart Trade and it looks pretty straightforward. There is this section called Smart Cycle and I need to look more into this. Uh, I'm not really sure I'm understanding what I'm reading, but what it says is Smart Cycle is different from any other cryptocurrency token sales. The SmartFi token, so their, their utility token, it has a 100% buyback guarantee, so you can purchase with confidence. No matter what price the token is purchased at, you can return it for a full refund. Okay, And uh, it, ha it has a link to the terms, but I have not gone back and looked at that. So I will have to figure out more about this smart cycle feature. The smart loan, obviously I'm kind of interested in the loan aspect. Depending on what crypto does in the future, I wouldn't mind using it to uh, pay off like a rental or use it as a down payment depending on the stability of the price and how much the price runs up. But overall, I think they have a pretty good loan page. You just put in the desired amount and what cryptocurrency you're going to collateralize. They only give you Bitcoin and Ethereum as an option. Celsius has more options than this. I'm not sure about BlockFi. I think they're mostly Bitcoin and Ethereum as well. But then they have this feature where you have four options to choose what's most important to you. You can either minimize the interest, which is the cost of the loan, how much interest you're going to pay. You can maximize the cash, like get the most cash available as a percentage of cryptocurrency collateral. This is your loan to value. You're going to get as high a loan to value as possible if you needed. You also have a setting to minimize collateral calls. That reduces the likelihood of having to deposit more crypto if the value goes down. And then there's one for maximizing cash flow the most cash available during the term of a loan. So anyway, they kind of set those things up for you. The loan, you can determine the length you want. It's between one month, three months, six months, or 12 months. 
and the loan to value can be 20, 50, 60, or 70%. And so with this, I think when you choose one of these four options, it's going to configure things for you a little bit. And and I'll be honest, the whole time I've been looking at this web page, it still hasn't really loaded with the calculations on if I wanted to borrow $1,000 in Bitcoin, how much collateral they would need, and what the terms would be. I, I don't see any interest rates yet. I do see that it's loading, and it's been loading this whole time I've been talking about it. So I do look for them to make some improvements. There's the connection lost reconnecting thing again. I don't want to sound like I'm you know, trashing SmartFi because I really think it's exciting that it's part of the mainstreamification of crypto and they've partnered with my favorite sport. I want to see this platform succeed, but like I said, they are in beta and the website seems like it uh, needs a little bit more optimization and I fully expect that to keep going. So I will keep you updated with this, but I just wanted to share this. I found it exciting and interesting and I just think it's exciting what we've seen with crypto taking over the naming rights of stadiums and I think there's been some crypto stuff with NASCAR I think Voyager had a car and Formula One and uh, you're just starting to see it in more and more places obviously um, football as well you've seen Tom Brady with crypto you've seen some football stars start taking their salary in Bitcoin so pretty interesting stuff I definitely did not expect to see a cryptocurrency company Sponsoring my favorite sport, especially Supercross, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a pretty niche sport. It's not not a ton of people I have ever talked to know much about Supercross or dirt bikes. So it is a very small subset of the population, but it is a very exciting sport. I like to think of it as like modern day gladiators because you're just in the stadium. What other sport has 16 to 30 year olds riding these motorcycles with an insane power to weight ratio and they're jumping them 70 feet? within inches of each other. It's very exciting. Lots of fireworks, fire. Um, it's a great show. If you ever get a chance to go to a Supercross, I highly recommend. It's uh, it's pretty exciting to watch. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening and supporting the show. Please share it with a friend and leave a review. And remember that financial independence is doable. And I'll be back with you soon.